stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. For some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome, welcome, welcome to VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, we are here in the studio today, and boy, what a scorching day it is here in. Tempe, Arizona. I tell you, this is uh, this is uh, this is not the hottest summer of the of uh, of my time here in uh, Arizona. But boy, I've sure seen 122 before, and right now it's 111. And I tell you, it's a smoker, and it's not no joker. I tell you. <laughs> All right, we got a fun show here today. Uh, I, I got a possible call in today from uh, Mr. Stephen Edwards. Will be calling in a little later, and I have. Uh, on my uh, on my forecast today, I have uh, uh, some stuff about T.O. and uh, a collective bargaining agreement and also some quarterback stuff from Cutler and Roethlisberger. And, of course, uh, that, top, uh, that top 10 list that was talked about last week by uh, Mr. Erlacher and Mr. Dante Jones uh, last week. But uh, let's, top, let's top it off here by saying, hey, uh, congratulations to Mr. Robert Tate and his foundation, Robert Tate Foundation here. And uh, he uh, he does stuff here in Arizona, Minnesota, and back in his uh, hometown of Virginia. And I tell you, this guy does a wonderful job for dyslexic uh, uh, students that need help with surveying. Sylvain, they are sent to a school called Sylvain to get help with their dyslexic problems. And he offers scholarships to, to uh, uh, promising kids that that uh, just want to get their dyslexic problem under uh, control. All right. With that said, the disaster relief, relief fund that uh, was set up with along with that, I attended the event at uh, San Marcos. Uh, Marriott on Saturday evening for that gala that was uh, presented a dinner and a nice, nice evening for uh, raising funds for those disaster relief fund for the people in uh, Tahiti and as well as uh, the Robert Tate Foundation, which uh, helps out the dyslexic children. All right. With that, with that said, we have uh, T.O. tears his ACL while on the set of VH1. Apparently, uh, I guess uh, T.O. been showing off uh, while he's doing his workouts and uh, possibly have torn his ACL while uh, 
while working out out there with that uh, VH1 uh, program that he's been working on this summer. You know, Tiv, <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure if T.O. was being serious about his workout or he's just uh, showing off, but he he should make a really nice transition from football into his into his life without football pretty well because he's been spending an awful lot of time on on uh, uh, these what do you call reality TV shows um, these past five to ten years and you know I know uh, he's approaching what uh, his sixteenth seventeenth year in the NFL it's about time that he start making that transition and then and, and you know being involved with VH1 is uh, maybe his bridge to to uh, into life without football or after football so hey you know good luck to you with that uh, to I know uh, with this uh, possible surgery well with an AC tail is no possible surgery. His uh, certain surgery is going to, is is pretty imminent, uh, and he's going to have to have this surgery just uh, just to possibly be ready for this upcoming season. But does this help or hurt To's uh, chances of being picked up by another team this coming fall? Um, you know what happened down there in Tennessee. I have no idea because they would not play him hardly at all, and uh, uh, you know after leaving Cincinnati and. Uh, Tennessee Titans picked him up, and Tennessee didn't uh, didn't play him hardly at all. So, uh, does this help T.O. or does it hurt him as far as getting signed for his next venture or next team? How many teams have T.O. played for? If we have any call-ins, uh, I would like to hear about that. If you have any anything to say about T.O. and his, how many teams you think that T.O. has played T.O. has played for, please let me know. I know San Francisco's one, Dallas another, and he's also played for another school that, uh, not a school, but a team that was, uh, what was that, Philadelphia. That's right, baby. He played on that Philadelphia team that was a pretty awesome tandem with him and McNabb, but boy, he sure was very volatile with him on the sidelines. That was <laughs> That became very, very irritating towards the coaches and management of the Philadelphia Eagles. So I just gave you some clue-ins. San Francisco, Dallas, and Philly. You, I also dropped Tennessee on you. I also dropped Cincinnati. Does that wrap it up? I'm not sure. You let me know what you think. How many teams have T.O. played for? All right. Going back to the uh, to the our topics, we have the NFL and the players associations have gotten back together, and and they're they're having these uh, secret meetings with the attorneys has been occurring, and um, I'm not sure it has been pretty secretive about what is going on and taking place at these meetings. So. Uh, it's, it's been very, very confidential, uh, uh, no leaks about what is being talked about and or uh, 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 what's going on uh, with uh, with these negotiations. I know um, they need to talk about the rookie salary cap. They got to get that thing out of the way. And then they got to they got to talk about the revenue sharing. And I think that's the big elephant in the room that nobody's talked about yet. And there and, and that comes with putting all the cards 
on the table by the owners. And when they do that, then they're going to be able to come to some terms here and get this thing done. Be, uh, by all indications from from all, all the people that's been involved with trying to get a pulse on what's going on um, up there in Beantown, uh, they're, they're trying to figure out what it is that uh, they're trying to negotiate now. And, and uh, by all indications, they're, they're, they're talking about the uh, situation of the uh, revenue sharing and um, um, they got to get to it. It's the big elephant in the room. The revenue sharing as well as the as the rookie salary cap, they got to get those things handled. And then uh, on the back burner is the retired NFL Players Association. They want to take care of some of the players from the past and get some of those guys taken care of as well because that is something that has been neglected for years and years, and uh, that's, uh, that's something that they want to tackle as well. All right, moving on. We have the Bears. Cutler looks fine. And uh, he also says his offense is primed and ready for prime time. Now, you know, I'm not sure about that. You know, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I can't find anybody that could tell me who in the heck are their starting wide receivers is Cutler throwing to. And can Cutler keep that, 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 that fiery gun of his uh, under control and throw with a little bit more accuracy? I would like to see him throw with better accuracy and get that thing out and to a, a target opposed to throwing into coverage and, and, and throwing an awful lot of interceptions. And, you know, uh, as a former offensive lineman, I do not like uh, uh, making tackle, a lot of tackles. And I've done that in the past where, uh, you know, I'm, I've led most defensive linemen on my team with tackles, uh, by way of interceptions. My days, uh, I'm not, if I, if I name a team I was on, then I'm calling out a certain quarterback. I saw, so I'm not going to name that. <laughs> I'm not going to name that team. All right. All right. Moving on with that. We have Roethlisberger has a broken foot. How in the heck, you know, uh, he, they let this guy go. They knew his foot. He had problems with his foot going into the playoffs, and he was wearing the boot. How in the heck they let the entire offseason go by and they not take care of his foot is 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 beyond me. Now, 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 now he is uh, needs uh, apparently he needs foot uh, foot surgery on that broken foot that was broken way back in uh, mid to late December. He had problems with the broken foot, and now here it is. Uh, it's a possible start of training camp at the end of the month of July. Uh, it's less than a month away of training. Camp and I tell you, now they want to talk about surgery to his foot. Um, if you know this thing was broken back in December and in January, why we didn't get this taken care of? Didn't we have an exit? Uh, 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 we had an exit uh, 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 physical at the end of the year. All NFL, NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, soccer, I don't care what, uh, hockey, you got to exit physical before you're able to receive your last paycheck, which is some large checks these fellas are making now. Come on, baby. <laughs> That's like the, 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 the yin without the yang, the, <laughs> the ping without the pong. You got to get that thing done, big fella. Now, here it is. Late June, and my man does not 
have this uh, his foot taken care of now, and so you mean to tell me that bone has been that foot has been broken since uh, December, and here it is late June, and we're talking about getting surgery on the man's foot. All right, now. Um, uh, you know, I want to know if has he been working out? Well, how's he been able to get his workouts done with that foot? Uh, well, well, I mean, with the lockout, he can't do much of anything. But he did have the uh, the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers went deep into the playoffs and uh, 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 apparently the Super Bowl as well. But you. There was an opportunity to get that thing done and handled before you got your exit physical or during your exit physical to get that thing to handle. But apparently they didn't get it done. All right, let's move on. We have Erlacher uh, dismisses uh, Mr. Dante Jones top 10 linebacker list. Now, with this thing that happened with Dante, I guess Dante did not include Erlacher as one of the top 10 linebackers. In NFL history, uh, and uh, Dante Jones uh, apparently has, has listed himself as number seven as one of the top ten guys in uh, in this on this list. You know, uh, these guys are apparently has been jabbing each other about this, and uh, and, uh, and Dante left Erlacher off the list, and uh, I, be, I believe Erlacher may have been uh, a little chafed by this uh, by this little uh, by this little deal that he's put out there. All right, we want to take a tic tac and bring it right back right after these messages here from Voice America from Under the Helmet with DK Baby. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports tired of the same mundane talk radio show boring opinions and people not knowing or telling the truth tune into the sports life with josh and otis this show is brought to you by two men who know the good the bad and the ugly of professional sports josh and otis's experience and careers in the nfl give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion tune into the voice america sports channel wednesdays at 2 p.m eastern time 11 a.m pacific the sports life with josh and otis it's more than sports talk it's a way of life Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on, it will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news, Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck, a no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com now back to the show welcome back from under the helmet with Derek Kennard here and uh Voice America, we have a, a, my call-in number is 888-346-9144. I know they said I want to say it again. It's 888-346-9144. So please call in to voiceamerica.com uh, from under the helmet with DK, Derek Kennard. All right, we have uh, the, the Jets is opting for New Jersey training camp due to the lockout. Now, with the Jets uh, 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 declaring themselves to, to do this, this is uh, something that I believe is going to be an epidemic among the NFL teams going into training camp uh, this summer. Which is starting next month at the end of the month. There's a training camp starts for most of the teams. So here we go. Um, we also have the Canton game is going to be played at, uh, the early, the, uh, with the first one and, uh, I believe it's the first, uh, Saturday in, uh, is it the first Thursday or Saturday in August? So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be tight on the players uh, and the coaches and uh, the the executives as well because you've got to get these rookies in and to training camp and uh, that's going to be something we're going to talk about a little later as well. All right, <clears throat> uh, with uh, the Jets opting for the New Jersey training camp uh, site, uh, which is uh, that's the training facility where they um, where they where they work out at. So uh, the lockout is preventing them to go see that causes revenue problems from the places like, say, for instance, the Arizona Cardinals uh, workout in Flagstaff, Arizona. And that brings uh, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars to that uh, their economy up there. Uh, the, the economic impact is huge for the city of Flagstaff up in northern Arizona. The, that little small town uh, are, is capable of bringing in all the people that comes from the valley to go up there and stay the weekend. It's, they find out that it's much cooler up in those higher elevations, and uh, they have some uh, uh, some nice hiking trails. They got bike trails up there, and of course, some fishing and some uh, some fishing up there as well, uh, along with the Grand Canyon, the one of the one of the thirteen wonders of the world. All right. With that said, you know, the, uh, this could be an epidemic that's going to take place with most of the owners and or teams going into training camp this, this coming, uh, summer. We have teams that are, are opting out of going to their training sites, their natural training sites that they normally go to, such as, well, what, what is it, the, the, uh, 
these saints uh, used to go way up to Wisconsin and uh, lacrosse Wisconsin to uh, do their training camps and uh, I'm not sure if they're still down in the bayou uh, with their training camp uh, but uh, they used to go up to the lacrosse Wisconsin and boy that was a big economic uh, impact to that community up there and that is the home of the Harley Davidsons uh, is big up in that area in that region of the country all right we also have some other news about the Jets Edwards have been in another fender bender and I can't tell you this guy got to get out of the way of his own shadow because I he's uh, he keeps getting in trouble and uh, he is a wonderful talent and 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 he's a gym in the locker room, but boy, his his uh, personal life has been a, a train wreck, and he's got he's got to get a hold of that, or he's gonna he's going to find himself in a world of hurt if he doesn't keep himself out of trouble. Oh man, it's just uh, I. I I don't know what else other to say uh, uh, to, to uh, uh, Mr. Edwards other than to, man, just, uh, man, stay out of the way of your own shadow. How do you do that? You, uh, I don't know. You, <laughs> I mean, comb your hair another way or something, man. Uh, go home a different way. Uh, no, no, just stay out of trouble, man, because he's, he's had enough of it this past offseason, and I know he can't wait until the season starts so he can stay the heck out of trouble because when he's, when, when he's on the field, he's out of trouble. So that's, that's one of those things. You know, uh, the police getting involved with uh, Brandon Edwards could be uh, disastrous for him by him even having police contact with uh, with his other altercations and or, and, and or pending cases that he have going on. So... Good luck with you, Mr. Braylon Edwards, and I hope uh, this minor crash doesn't cause any more problems with you in your life. But uh, 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 apparently you were in Detroit, uh, uh, River Island, uh, and, and got in trouble there with, uh, with this officer, Philip Cook. And um, uh, so he was in his little sports car. At, oh, boy, 3.40 a.m. in the morning on a Friday evening. Boy, I tell you, I mean, he lost control, so... Oh, I just hope he wasn't intoxicated or any any uh, under any uh, uh, influence of anything else. So, good luck to you there, uh, big guy. All right, moving on. We have the uh, the Super Bowl ring is is going to be auctioned off for uh, for back taxes of Super Bowl number two for Fuzzy Thurston. He's uh, uh, Thurston is 77 years old. Uh, he played from 59 through to 67. And, uh, geez, apparently he's had some tax issues, some back taxes, and, and they're going after his Super Bowl ring, and they want to auction it off so he can uh, hopefully stay out of jail and, and pay his taxes. So, boy, I tell you, that's uh, that's a tough one, man, to give up that ring for that um um, hopefully, hopefully they're able to resolve that without him giving up and auctioning off that ring. But usually, when the when the uh, uh, the IRS get involved, is pretty much set in stones that they they they're they're seizing his his property. So it's uh, maybe a done deal because when they come a knocking, oh boy, you got to get to rocking when the IRS come a knocking, big fella, because that's that's just the way of the the way of the world here in the United States. And I know we got some other uh, political uh, 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 dispute about 
some of our taxes that I've been reading in the, in the current newspapers. So moving on, we have the Chiefs help out uh, the, the people out there in Joplin with the tornado that happened uh, last month. Uh, we have some, uh, some Chiefs out there volunteering there. Their, uh, their time uh, to go out and help some of the people and giving up their time and money to help these people. And I think it's a wonderful gesture that they're doing uh, with, uh, with the folks of Joplin out there in Missouri. Uh, and, you know, that's wonderful stuff, man. You know, the guys giving out, uh, 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 the, giving out uh, their the time and money to help out the people that are, that are in and that's just having a, such a hard time. And then we have a... Uh, a dozen people dressed in red suddenly swarmed her property. This is uh, Alan, uh, uh, Alan Wallace was in, on the phone with a friend when dozens of people dressed in red suddenly swarmed her property Thursday in a torno- tornado-stricken Joplin. Uh, and uh, it was the Kansas City Chiefs came, uh, came out and uh, cleaned up her, her, uh, her backyard and, uh, and helped her out, man. And what a, what a wonderful gesture for them to go out and do that and helping out the community there in Missouri, Joplin, Missouri. Wonderful, wonderful job. I like seeing stuff and hearing stuff uh, like that. All right, we have uh, training camps around the league uh, 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 is, is, is going to use alternate sites, which is their home facilities, to cram in the rookies uh, uh, to get signed. And, you know, is this going to cause the owners and general managers um, um, some strife by having the rookie pay scale? Now, the NFL and and the Players Association is trying to get a, a rookie pay scale. Now, uh, with the rookie having rookies having a, a new pay scale, will this allow them to uh, go by the pay scale and get these guys into training camp? They got to tote the uh, tote the line and come in on your rookie pay scale. Now, uh, how are they tearing this down? I have no idea, but I know there's discussions about this going on in these meetings. And with that being said, when a guy's drafting in the first round. There's going to be a, a rookie pay scale that uh, for first rounders, second rounders, third, fourth, and fifth, and so on. So uh, if you're if you've been drafted in the first round, your rookie pay scale should should determine uh, on uh, what what round you were drafted in, or else what's the use of a guy working that hard in the college ranks to get drafted in the first round? Uh, you know, uh, you got you got young kids nowadays. This that's that been their lifelong dream is to be drafted in the NFL and to possibly be have the have the opportunity to go in the first round is one of the key that's one of the key deals that they're going after. So that is an incentive for a kid to work that hard to get an opportunity to play in the NFL and to go in the first round, you know, they got to make it uh, 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 you got they got to make it where it's uh, uh, uh it's a wonderful thing for them to to somewhat hit the lottery by being drafted in the first round and that that is going to be something that should allow these teams to get the guys and these rookies into training camp uh fairly quickly once they get their contracts negotiated. And then, you know, of course, when the, with negotiations, with guys playing different in various positions, you have to factor in playing time. Um, 
um, if a guy make the playoffs, uh, uh, what your incentive packages, uh, your off-season training regimen, or are you going to attend the off-season tra- uh, off-season training regimens uh, and, and put uh, incentives into that? Because if you don't, there's some 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 guys just don't like attending these uh, these OTAs out there in the off-season. So when you put that in there, that makes it that makes it. Uh, uh, an, an intangible piece to make it uh, uh, where guys will show up to get their off-season workouts done. And I think it's a wonderful thing. But, you know, this is the things that you need to know as a fan that when these guys are negotiating their contracts, it's just not their b- rookie pay scale that they're coming in on. There's these other perimeter things that are into the contract for making the playoffs, for my playing time. Uh, uh, if you're a defensive back, uh, such as uh, the young kid we just got out of LSU, uh, this kid is going to be a fantastic deal coming in at uh, cornerback to, to play uh, alongside of DRC. This kid is going to be a phenomenal player to come to the Arizona Cardinals to shore up that on the island, lockdown corner, shut them down. Out there on the cornerbacks. Now, see, that's going to be a wonderful thing to have. Now, you know, when you got two cornerbacks like this, man, it just hurts my heart to hear them talk about trading DRC. When they talk about trading DRC, now that hurt my feelings because I want to see these two cornerbacks play together. But you got to give up a good player to receive a good player. So with that said, we're gonna take a tic tac and bring it right back, and then we're gonna do the yang without the tang, big fella. Come on back and join us. flagship station for sports voice america sports football and so much more is the focus of planet gridiron with damian anderson join the former arizona cardinals running back for a show that mixes well a little bit of everything damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and we'll talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and, of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice. America Sports 
Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from under the helmet with Derek Kennard here and Tempe, Arizona, make sure you try to get that call in to me at uh, 888-346-9144. And that is 888-346-9144. All right, we are moving on to this next segment, and we want to talk about this pistol offense to who was the innovator and creator and the originator, Coach Chris out of Nevada, Reno, has created this pistol offense that is taken off into the NFL. And we have NFL teams that want to implement this offense. And I tell you, this is going to be an interesting year in, in, in general, period, without this caveat of uh, of the pistol offense being uh, injected into the NFL. Now, what makes this so intriguing is that this is uh, takes an athletic quarterback that is capable of not only passing the ball but running the ball. So you're going to have to uh, install a quarterback that is capable of of both throwing and running the ball and being much more of an athletic quarterback opposed to a sit-in-the-pocket-and-pick-you-apart quarterback, which what most NFL quarterbacks are accustomed of doing. Now, with that said, um, we have a young man uh, uh, that has gone on to the San Francisco 49ers and he is uh, uh, he's going to be a wonderful piece to have down there in the uh, Bay Area as the, as the backup quarterback. I hope they give him a chance to to uh, to develop his craft and uh, and to uh, just uh, just to uh, have a chance to grasp the NFL in its entirety opposed to being thrown to the fire and wolves and, and, and have to really go out there and, um, and fight. So it, it, it's tough when you get thrown out there to the wolves, such as uh, Peyton Manning, Pey- uh, Peyton Manning was a, was a polished young man. So he, he was, uh, he was able to uh, come into the league and, and uh, get it, get her done out of Tennessee. So we have uh, Colin Kaepernick is with the San Francisco 49ers, and he was a centerpiece for Coach Chris Alt in Nevada, my alma mater, uh, of, of getting this pistol offense off the ground and, and, and into the into the uh, the limelight in primetime football uh, these past two or three years. But Coach Alton implemented this offense back in 05 during his uh, that 05 year, and he had been working on it while away playing uh, athletic director of the uh, uh, Nevada Wolfpack uh, football program. And, 
you know, athletic director is not only in charge of the football program, he's in charge of the entire athletic department. So what happened with Coach Aldi, I don't know where he found the time to engineer this uh, uh, pistol offense and got it off the ground in 05 and then uh, – went out and found the personnel. You see, that's the key. If you have the personnel to, to pull this offense off, you're going to flourish and shine in the NFL or in collegiate football because the guy not only has to pass the ball, he has to run the ball, and then you have a guy right behind the quarterbacks. Let's, get, let's back it up. Um. Uh, this offense, uh, the, the first look at this offense with the QB is about a yard closer than shotgun depth. And the timing of the snap presents a challenge to the first two men touching the uh, football on every snap. The snap uh, was uh, is the biggest concern when you first implement this offense. But um, uh, what happens is you got a running back that is about two to three yards away from the quarterback. And uh, when this guy takes off to the left or right, he has an option to, uh, to throw the ball to one of his receivers or he also has the uh, option to, to just uh, uh, do a lateral to, towards the tailback who is uh, two to three yards away uh, from the quarterback when he makes his move. So this uh, gives you an idea. It sounds like an option-type offense. Uh, which uh, it, it does look similar, but with the quarterback being so close to the uh, to the offensive line of scrimmage, it, it pre uh, presents a problem to the defense where you have an athletic guy that see an opening and he could just hit that hole. Now he does the option of running the ball, throwing the ball, or optioning the ball out to that tailback. So that's, this quarterback has three ways to go with this with this ball. He got a guy open on a down and in or down and out, uh, 10 yards down and out. He's got that guy open. He can pop that guy, and he's got the arm and the talent to get that ball out. He can just, uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick has that, had that ability to get that done. So, uh, man, it's going to be interesting. If you're going to have an NFL quarterback implement this offense, he's going to have to have the personnel to get it done. And with that said, you got to have a running back that's, that's be, uh, capable uh, of uh, taking that ball to the house. And you're talking about a Reggie Bush type of guy that's able to take it to the house. And, you know, we got a guy, a team like Kansas City has uh, uh, have used portions of this offense sparingly in, the, in this past season. And I believe they're talking about implementing this offense once they get back in to, to training camp. But it's going to be tough to do when you have a limited amount of the offseason time to get it done with training camp. Uh, with casting is it's uh, uh ferocious shadow over us uh, uh i mean it's i mean it's up on us now guys they got to get this collective bargaining agreement done so we can move on and i can't imagine going into august with no football and then you want to talk about september come on man that's uh it's uh, it shouldn't be tolerated we got to get this thing done so we can go and move on with our football lives here we go the Vi minnesota vikings have 
Peterson has stated that he's sorry for missing a youth football camp. Apparently, he was scheduled to be at a football camp this past weekend and did a no-show. You can't do that to those young kids that show up for you out there on the football field in their scrubs to see AD live and in color and he no showed the kids, and I tell you that's a that's a tough one to swallow. And he's my he may have to make it up to them kids by uh, doing something to to uh, to to reel those fans back in. Because I tell you, when you lose kids like that, and uh, those are potential potential ticket season ticket holders that will come back and and and, and be. Uh, 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 be involved with the football for many, many years to come, and to for you to do that to them young kids, it leaves a bitter taste in their mouth. But when you come back and do something nice for them, they have a tendency to remember that, and uh, that will impact these kids. So hopefully, he does come back and do something nice for that community and. Uh, there in uh, Minnesota. All right, McNabb trains with the former Eagles uh, and, and teammates. I don't know how that's going to bode well with the Washington Redskins and the new coach there. That's going to, that's probably going to rub some folks wrong. But I tell you what, they're not showing much interest of uh, having him back. So you know he, he's got to explore his options too. You know, but I I, I know that the ownership there. In, uh, would like to have him in a risky uniform after giving him a $20 million plus dollars uh, uh, signing bonus uh, during the course of the season last year. They re-signed uh, McNabb and gave him a large, large signing bonus. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter of uh, making business sense, sound business decisions. You got to you just giving a guy twenty million dollars. You got to find find a way to get a return on your dollar and have that guy out uh, out there on the field as your starting quarterback, and find and find a way to get a return on your dollar by giving this guy another chance because you you just invested way too much money not to have him back out on the field as your starting quarterback. All right, with that said, I want to move on to the Ravens to keep training camp at its facility in 2011. And we're talking about their home facility where they work out at on a daily basis. They they have opted out of having their training camp at their normal training site facility, and then they're going to go to their home site where they have their the, the the Ravens have their their bubble and work out there at their home uh, their their, uh, their home facility. So this is going to be an epidemic that is taking place during the course of this lockout, uh, with the promise of, of well, hopefully the promise of having the the tra- training camp uh, resume at the end of July. Uh, hopefully they get this thing done and, and, and everybody's able to come to training camp and we have a we have the season kick off as usual. All right. What is the 
outcome? This is the question to my fans. What is the outcome of if the lockout comes to an end? What is going to be the carnage that go, that occurs with both the coaches, the players, the 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 general managers, the the upper management getting guys into training camp? Now you got to remember, fans. We have free agents that have not been signed and not, have no negotiations going on right now. You have rookies that have not been signed and there's no negotiation going on. And then you have guys like Ben Roethlisberger uh, that's just, uh, he hasn't had surgery on his foot yet. And then you have another guy that's uh, 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 had sir, uh, shoulder surgery uh, on his shoulder. And, you know, we're trying to figure out if some of these kids going to be ready to rock and roll once training camp gets started. But without the uh, having access to your facility and your, your trainers, your doctors, you, you know, it's a total lockout. You are locked out with no way of getting in contact with your trainers, your coaches, your nobody in charge to uh you're just basically locked out. So I think it's a bad deal having this lockout for all parties involved. But you know, the the NFL saw this coming from years out, so they should have got this thing done. Now, if the lockout does not resume, of course, this uh, this puts the the NFL season in jeopardy of having a modified season, and we don't want to see that. We want to get this thing done and move it along. So, you know, here we is. I know I harped long enough about this darn CBA collective bargaining agreement, but it's getting down to crunch time, and nobody wants to see this year. Uh, to come down to a modified season or what you would uh, the NBA may be not having a season if they don't get uh, come to some terms. All right. We want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back right after these messages and come back and see me. Now you're here. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. 
We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports you are listening to from under the helmet with Derek kennard we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 one 888 Three four six nine one four four, or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com now back to the show all right all right welcome back from under the helmet with Derek Kennard we have our calling number is 888-346-9144 yes sir please call on in our number once again is 888-346-9144 all right my next topic is uh helmets uh does uh, our helmets uh, that we're manufacturing now? We have a, a few new manufacturers on the on the uh, scene now that are trying to create better helmets so to decrease the the probability of concussions. But uh, you know, with the guys being bigger, stronger, and faster, uh, with every year that comes around, you, we I don't think they're going to stop the concussions, but uh, it, they can reduce. Uh, the number of concussions. So, you know, this uh, it's a violent sport, and uh, you know, I've I've suffered a number of concussions in my days, and uh, my worst one, uh, I believe, being in '92 uh, uh, down in uh, Pittsburgh, um, we had Bobby Abier throw an interception down into the end zone. A guy came out of the end zone, and as I was about to tackle him on the sideline, I got clocked in the ear hole, and um, I went cuckoo for cocoa puffs. But uh, apparently, they said I got. Got up, walked to the uh, walked to the sidelines, and uh, get, uh, the guy apparently went uh, for a touchdown after the next pl- following play because somebody else tackled him. But uh, I'm on the kickoff return team. I got up off the bench, went out there on kickoff return, and uh, resumed uh, my starting position at. Uh, uh, I believe I was playing guard at the time, and then I, um, geez. I had no recollection um, until Wednesday, the following Wednesday. I was playing on a Saturday. I mean, a Sunday. I'm sorry. I was playing on a Sunday. I woke up out of that concussion on a Wednesday. So I missed the whole second half of that game. This happened in the first half of the game. Uh, I believe in the first quarter. So I missed the second quarter, halftime, uh, the second half. I missed the plane ride back. I apparently got my clothes on, got in the, on the plane, got back to Nolens, and, and the wife picked me up. And uh, Monday, we have films and workouts, the whole bit. They said I went through my whole shebang on Monday, watched film and uh, graded out well. Um, my body was on autopilot, you guys, but I was checked out. Tuesday, uh, day off, and uh, they said I went in and got my treatment. They got me an extra workout in, and uh, 
Wednesday, I turned around and woke up on Wednesday morning and asked everybody, what the, what the heck is going on? Because I had no earthly idea of what just occurred. To, where in the heck happened? What the heck happened to Sunday and Monday and Tuesday? Because I have no recollection of what happened those, uh, what occurred those days other than me trying to make that tackle. So, I was on autopilot, ladies and gentlemen. So that was a severe concussion. That is trauma to your, to your brain. Uh, when your brain hits the, your, the, the, hits your skull from the inside, and uh, and um, my brain was shut down for that day, uh, for those two and a half days uh, when I woke up on a Wednesday. So that was a severe concussion, one of the most uh, severe ones that I've. Uh, that I know of, I uh, haven't heard of anyone else having, having one of those, uh, as, as severe as that one, but I have others, but, um, I was in and out, uh, uh of those, uh, fairly quickly, not as, as long and lengthy as that one were, was back in, uh, 92. All right. Uh, along with those helmets and, uh, and concussions, I am I am now currently on the uh, the Arizona Pop Warner board, and uh, we're doing a lot a number of things to uh, to educate our coaches and uh, and our and our families about about the the concussion on kids' helmets. So we want to secure the safety of our young kids. So. The, the the game of football has an opportunity to grow and, and be healthy with uh, with our young kids and and in general. So you know we want our young kids to be uh, healthy, productive people when they grow up and and not to have any of these elements of uh, post concussion syndrome things happening with some of our former NFL players. And you know no, no telling how many uh, concussions I've had occurred to me over the years and and time that I've been playing football. Uh, from since I was nine years old all the way through 35 years old. Come on, baby. That's a lot of football in there. All right, the Cardinals to trade DRC for for uh Rick uh Mr. Cobb uh for the for the Philadelphia Eagles. I believe that is a uh bad move. You're strengthening our defense right now. You you just drafted Peterson uh, from the, uh, from LSU, and now you got DRC. You got two lockdown corners. We get some help with our, at our free safety, and I and we get uh, Mister Mister uh, uh, Wilson back on A A D A W back on tra- track on getting getting his uh, getting his reads together. Man, we're gonna have a. a, a Awesome defensive backfield here in Arizona, but I think that's a bad move. But when you need a quarterback, you know it's a it's a tough call. I don't want to be in uh, in the position to where we have to give up a quality guy like him, a DRC that is a lockdown core cornerback. He's part of the strength of your football squad. And by you adding Peterson, you got yourself two lockdown corners. Boy, you could challenge people and you can get after that pass rusher and, and, and shut them down defensively. You know, as I know that defenses win championships, you need to get a quarterback back there though. That is, is capable of, delivering uh, uh, or, or should you should I say uh, not turn the ball over all right 
All right, the rookie weight scale, will that help get the players and uh, into training camp, uh, the rookies into training camp sooner? I, the answer to that question is yes. I, think, I believe that's going to help get the, uh, the, uh, the rookies into training camp sooner because they, they're going to be given a set, a set uh, uh, salary. If you've been drafted in, a, in, in this uh, first, second, third, fourth, fifth round, you have a set salary that you're going to receive for your first three to four years. Now, that's the problem that they've been negotiating. The, when you're given a rookie an opportunity uh, to he's been given to be drafted in his uh, first, second, or third round, and now you're going to give him a wage scale, well, he can't, he can't max, maximize his, 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 uh, his worth by, by, uh, by negotiating. A, a, a proper deal that's been done in the past. Now you, he's kind of, kind of pegged hold in the corner. So he, it's going to be difficult. But they want to shut down. Uh, uh, instead of having a four to five year, uh, they'd be locked into that rookie wage scale. They want to cut it. They want to cut it down to two or three years. So that may that is something that is on the table, and they're trying to get that that portion of the rookie wage scale uh, negotiated. And that's a tough one. All right. With that said, we got uh, uh, Blueprint Education and Kids at Hope, of uh, of course, is uh, the alternative school where I'm located at at 1801 South uh, 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 12th Street there in Phoenix. And we have also the Arizona Pop Warner football.com. Uh, check out that website because I am now on the board of that Arizona Pop Warner football dot uh, com. So you check that out and uh, take a look at that. And you got your kids. You want to get your kids involved in football at an early age and so they can learn the game. Hey, we're making it safe for them, too. So you can get your kid out there and you want to get your kid trained up. Take them to ProEdgePerformance.com. And uh, he's located at 500 North 56th Street. Uh, suites one and two in Chandler, Arizona at eight five two two six is that zip. So hey, look into that ProEdgePerformance.com and get your kids signed up so they don't go out there and and exhaust themselves just a little too much of that heat. And we want to keep it real, like Doctor Phil. And hey, don't we? We'll be back next week, but. It's going to be on an autopilot because it's 4th of July, baby. Enjoy the 4th of July, and thank you for joining me from Under the Helmet. for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Kennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.